Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mr. Vaughn, what we are dealing with here is a perfect engine, uh, an eating machine. It's really a miracle of evolution. All this machine does is swim and eat and make little sharks. And that's all. Now, why don't you take a long, close look at this sign? Those proportions are correct. Love to prove that, wouldn't you? Get your name into the National Geographic. <laughs> Larry, Larry, if we make an effort today, we might be able to save August. August? For Christ's sake, tomorrow's the 4th of July, and we will be open for business. It's going to be one of the best summers we've ever had. Now, if you fellas are concerned about the beaches, you do whatever you have to to make them safe. But those beaches will be open for this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo! Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to eat. How to marinate the meat. Let me teach you how to eat. It's a culinary treat. Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to bake. Let me teach you how to bake. How to grow a strip steak. Let me teach you how to bake. I don't know what episode it is, so let's I, I, neither do I. I'm actually. <laughs> I'm behind the shit again. I wish work would fucking cut it out. I believe it's 169, but do not quote me. Yeah, whatever numbers. It's whatever. Yep. So how was your fourth? Um, so, it was fine. Just drank, ate a bunch of hot sausage. Mm. That's all I did was sit there and. I think five hot sausage sandwiches and mm. drank a ton of beer. Mm. I didn't do anything. I have been working at the job overtime like crazy, and when I'm not there, uh, we're we're since my sister's house got ruined, we're tearing up the floors and the subfloors and putting new floors down and carpet, and it's a fucking disaster. 
Yeah. No fun. I am not a carpenter by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, neither am I, sir. Oh, fuck. Well, what'd you watch this week, sir? Um, I've watched quite a few things. Uh, I've watched, uh, Stone Cold. <laughs> With the boss? Yes. And, and, and Hendrickson? Hendrickson and William Forsythe. Yeah, crazy fuck William's fourth. Yes, this is chubby, I don't give a flying fart hole. He's William always been Forsyth. chubby. When has he not been chubby, Iron Oh, no, there's a few movies he's been skinny in. You gotta find him. Name but one. Should... I, dude, I'm telling you, there was one I watched him in recent, recently. And... Cause he's chubby as shit and out for justice. Yes. So he, he is in Stone Cold also. Yeah, but he's great in Stone Cold. He's I think the, the rig. I think the movie The Rig. Oh, he is was, that where the chupacabras attack the oil rig? <laughs> I believe so, yes. I believe he was skinny in there. In the ocean where chupacabras aren't supposed to be. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, I uh, watched The Mask of Red Death. Which, Vincent Price joint? Yep, which I'm going to be reviewing for my Koshalder's Secret Scroll Digest drive-in. They're uh, playing that. Yep. That's that drive-in. Yep. I'm reviewing all those movies. Oh, cool. For Hoshelder. And they're going to show up in his little zine that he will have at the drive-in for everyone. Nice. So, yeah, I got, I'm halfway through the list. What, already. what, what's all, what are all they got? Because I know he posts that stuff, um, but I, I saw it once. Here, here's the list. Here's the rundown. Uh, Pit in the Pendulum. Okay, that's uh, good. Mask of Red Death. The Tomb of Legia. Uh, Never seen it. I just watched it today. I know uh, that's like a Corman Poe. Yes. Uh, yeah, a couple of Corman flicks. Uh, Haunted Palace. Horror of Dracula. Dracula has risen from the grave. The fearless vampire killers in Son of Dracula starring none other than Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr is the son of Dracula? I don't know. He is in Ringo's, he is in Son of Dracula, though. Dude, Ringo Starr, man, that dude, <laughs> I feel like he gets a bad rap, but I've always liked that guy, because I am not a Beatles dude, I'm a monkeys guy, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care about the monkeys, but Ringo, like, he shows up in a bunch of cool movies, like Caveman, and I don't know, just something about Ringo Starr I fucking like, maybe it's the fact that he's like the shitty Beatle. Yeah, but th- that's the thing. He seems like he's the, the he's like common dude. He's like yeah, one yeah. of us. I think is what it is. I'm I'm gonna look him up on IMDb and see what happens. Oh, he was he was Mr. Conductor Man. I forgot about that on Thomas the Tank Engine Show. There you go. But yeah, that's that's the list for the driving, and I'm trying to get all of them together to review. Like I said, I'm halfway through the list. Two of them, I gotta. I'm trying to get off a of Dan so I could watch. Cool. So, but anyhow, I also watched Aftermath, starring Edward Furlong and Monica Keenan. Monica Keenan's the blonde from Freddy versus Jason. Yes, Freddy. yes. And the night of no, re, they're re reuniting from the uh, night of the demons remake. Yes. It sounds terrible. It's actually not bad if you're in the really grim, I like that apocalyptic stuff. movies than just people just fighting for lives. It's like the updated version of The Day After, if you remember that. Is that where Gutenberg's skin melts off because of the... Uh... The radiation, yes. Yeah. Yes. 
This... That was a big made for TV movie, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was explaining that to the wife since she was watching it with me and I was I don't know I'm not I'm not sure if I've seen that, but I know the reference what you're talking about. Yeah, very depressing flick. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what all this what this is. Aftermath is basically kind of like a remake of that, but on a different level. Ooh, here's a, here's something we need to watch for the show. Ringo Starr directed a movie called Ringo Rama. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a commentary. <laughs> all Ringo all the time. Uh, I also watched The Dead 2, India. Any good? Because The Dead was really cool for about the first, what, you mean, 10 minutes? Yeah, besides them driving in a desert for an hour in the first say, one. A, Yeah, there's a lot of padding in that movie. and I This one, it's just... It is truly like kind of like just a sequel as it pretty much is kind of the same thing. Basically just this American engineer, uh, his girlfriend lives in like the slums of some big city in India and basically the whole movie is him trying to get back to save her because zombies have made their way into this city now. And it's... Sounds like World War Z. It is, but with slow zombies, and it, it, it's just more of the same the first one, but the effects are nowhere near. No broken leg zombie yeah, that's been turned it off. Yeah, nowhere near as good as the first one. That effects fucking broken, wise. Jesus Christ, that broken leg zombie. Yeah, the effects, oh. that's what I said. I didn't like the first dead movie, but I love the effects in it. They were uh-huh. amazing. This one, just... Movie was kind of eh. <laughs> I don't hate it. It just eh, it was kind of more of the same from the first one, but mm-hmm. the effects weren't as good. So I don't know. I'm sure somebody's pit will be pissed off because I said I didn't like it. So, but anyhow, I watched Hell Baby. Fucking terrible, isn't it? I laughed my balls. Off. Did you laugh your Did you laugh your balls off? When, uh, <laughs> the Gregory Hines reference. I just love the whole thing because of the Key and Peel dude. That was before of Key and Peel. <laughs> just I didn't put two and two together in my head. Yeah, that is him. I just he he was the best part of the whole movie. He, he, he otherwise yes, the movie's terrible. Mm-hmm. But he made the movie for me. I like those guys. There's good shit in that movie. I'm not going to say it. Well, it is a bad movie, but there's some good shit in it. There's a crazy Gregory Hines reference, that Key and Peele guy. Yes. I like when they get that uh dude that's on Silicon Valley stoned in the van. Yes. He just drives away real slow. <laughs> I do like, put it this way, I like this more than Hellbenders. Hey, nudity, primo fucking nudity in this. Yeah, there is, but I do like the priests much better than I like. Oh, I love the two priests, man. Yeah, those they guys were from great. the state. Yeah, those guys are great. They were they were definitely a good highlight in this. You guys ever had pool boys? <laughs> pool boys. Let's <laughs> go get pool boys, and they all they do is smoke and talk about. We want to go to the Mardi Gras where the girls are flashing their boobies. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it had its moments, but yeah. Um. Also watched Gallo Walkers. Hmm. That's with, what I've been sitting on. With Wesley Snipes. Yeah, fresh out of jail Snipes. Yep. Or did that get made before he went? I think that's fresh out of jail. I Wesley. think it's fresh out of jail Wesley Snipes. That sucks he never got a second chance, man. Yep. 
And it also sucks. That- well, I think he is now because of Expendables 3. Because he's doing I- an NBC show now. Is he? Yes, it's called The Player. I have not seen that advertised. Yes, it's weird. It's not going to survive. Oh, is it a replacement for Hannibal? I'm not yet, but they're going to make you believe it is, and I'm going to get into that in the news about Hannibal. But, yeah, he's, like, basically, he finds a dude, and basically he has to go kill people in a certain amount of time. And Wesley Snipes is like, if you don't, we just kill you. Sounds very generic. Yes. That's why I said it's not going to survive. Yeah. Of course there will be nine seasons of it because it's the stupidest thing. I, I, I can't, I can't, dude, I can't blame him. Motherfucker needs some money. Yep. I, I'm not bashing him for that. Ooh. I'm just NBC. I just think he's a good actor, man, and I don't know why we're not watching Blade 7 by now because that... Part of it was he chose he didn't want to do Blade anymore and... I thought he was all about Blade. He was after he got in trouble. Like, when, Oh, so he was pushing because he wanted some money. Yeah, but I think now that he went to jail and got out, I think he truly wants to go back and do it. I think the first time around, when he was getting in tax trouble, he just wanted to do it because he needed money. Yeah. But the, I think it was one of those things where... Marvel made the mistake of not trying to do it properly and wanting... I don't think Marvel has any respect for that franchise. No, that they don't. The I think, one. yeah, I think they screwed up and I think Wesley Snipes screwed up. I think that's the biggest thing. I think both of them realized they screwed up. Now, how they go from here to do another Blade movie remains to be seen. Who cares? I want more. I, I do too. More everything and I don't want to see I can't see anybody else playing Blade other than Wesley Snipes. Yep, and I think that was proven with the Spike TV series that came out. I never watched one second of that. I completely I watched forgot an, about that. I watched an episode and a half of that, and I was just like, I don't dislike the guy. I just dislike they tried to figure out that they thought they could make this a TV series after there was movies. Huh. I think it would have been – if they would have went the other way around, tried to make it a TV series instead of – movies, I think we'd still be talking about Wesley Snipes doing a TV series. I just can't see anybody being Blade. I wouldn't want to see it. If you put, if you cast, what's his face from Thor? If if you said, no, no, uh, Idris Elba. (laughs) If you said, hey, Idris Elba's the new Blade, I'd be like, I don't, that's not Wesley Snipes, I don't care. Yeah, good dude, good dude, poor execution. Yeah, I don't want to see any of that nonsense. But, man, even when the Blade series got bad with Part 3, it was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's still, it was, you were going to sit there and watch that. Yeah, you had Triple H with the little Pomeranian dog that was also a vampire. It was great. Dracula was shitty in that, though. Yeah, but anyhow, that's what's going on with Wesley Snipes. But I also watched Tomb of Legia today. That was the other thing I watched. Is that any good? I've I know I've seen one of those Corman Poe movies. And I, I think it enjoyed. I was gonna say if you're gonna watch uh, Pit and the Pendulum is really good. Uh, Mask of Red of the Red Death that I just watched a couple of days ago. Definitely if you're into just just Satanism and wor- Satan worshiping and the plague, it's just pretty cool all around movie. Tomb of Legira is more of um, 
kind of haunting ghost. Uh, it, it seems like it's a lot more, but it seems spread pretty thin, even with Vincent Price pulling that along. Maybe that, that was one of the Corman things that he did with like, hey, I've got 300 extra dollars. Let's. N- and, and, no, to give you this, cause I was reading a little bit about that. Corman actually, and it, who knows, Corman decided with the, uh, that Tomb of Legia to, uh, shoot more exterior shots than with all the other ones that he was doing where it would be on a soundstage. Uh-huh. And this uses a lot of like huge exterior like cemetery castles and stuff that you don't get today. So it's like I gotta give him credit somewhere. And that's pretty cool there. Well, I only watched two movies. And the first one being, I really, you remember in the 90s after Pulp Fiction broke and everything was like an indie movie? Quote yes. unquote indie movie. Yes. Have you ever seen Gridlocked? Uh, it's got Tim Roth and okay. Tupac. This is before, before Biggie shot Tupac or. Tupac. I know which one you're talking about. I did not watch it though. I know it. Oh man, it's really fucking good. It's, if I had to pick like, cause, that indie shit wore on me real quick. Like, I'm not the biggest... Like, I really don't like Tarantino. And Pulp Fiction was okay, but... I, I gotta... I gotta have, like, ten years between viewings of that, man. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a little... little... fucking overcharged with that. Like, I know it's a really good movie, but I got... I'm, I'm bur- it's kind of like Halloween with me. I'm, I'm a little burned out on that shit. But Tim Roth is really fucking good in it. Tupac is awesome. And they're two heroin addicts, uh, coming down, and they're trying to find, like, a, they're trying to get heroin medication, and they keep getting the runaround with all the legal red tape, they can't get methadone. Meanwhile, Tom Towles is in this, as awesome as shit, playing this guy they ripped off, and they're just chasing him through the fucking city, and it's really- Oh yeah, last week, yeah. It's really good. Uh, I just said uh, the wife was showing me Dick Van Patten died last week. I totally forgot about that. Oh, Dickie V died? Yeah. From eight is enough? No shit. Yeah, yeah, 86 years old. God damn. I didn't even see, I seen Betsy Palmer bite it, but I didn't, I didn't see Dick Van Patten. Yeah, I think it was like Tuesday or something last week or Monday. Is Vince, that's Vince Van Patten from Hell Knight. That's his dad, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I know there was a TV show in the 80s that my mom watched religiously that he was in. And he had, it was kind of like a Brady Bunch type deal. But it had him and Willie Ames was in it. Um, fucking, maybe not Willie Ames or maybe, I get, <laughs> I get Willie Ames and then William Cat mixed up. <laughs> One Willie of those Ames. blonde curly dudes was in it. And he Willie Ames not... was the dude that went nuts on Cut and Run. <laughs> Yeah, he may or may not have been Bible Man. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, fucking Gridlock, thumbs up. I watch that movie like once a year because it's, it's just fucking fantastic. Um, I went and picked up Josh the other day and said, hey man, I got Thursday off. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Terminator movie out in the theaters. Uh, I've seen every Terminator movie in the theater, including the first one, saw it at your drive-in. Uh, let's go check it out, and that's a big, mo- 
big goddamn fucking mistake. Really? It's the worst. I've heard quite a few people say they liked it. Really? Yeah. Such a, like, I want to know. I want to, someone needs to explain this movie to me. I don't understand a fucking thing that happened in it. It's like they, they introduce all this new shit, but they're also doing the, uh, let's send, uh, Kyle Reese back to 1984. Yep. Like in the first one, and then they jump. But I, I, it's really, it's gonna be hard to explain the fucking plot, because it's all over the fucking place. That's what I heard. They just kept, they just kept doing that nostalgia thing, like, remember this? When Kyle Reese was getting chased, and he put the tennis shoes on? Remember all this stuff in 1984 when when Termin, when Arnold uh fucking walked up on Bill Paxton and Bill Paxton was like, oh yeah, laundry day, nothing clean, and they have like a fucking fake Bill Paxton. It's just some kid playing bootleg Bill Paxton, and I was like, oh, that's the fucking worst. And then um, the, so I'm gonna try to explain this timeline because. Maybe you can help because I'm not that interested in any of these movies anymore okay. outside of the first one <laughs> because the first one's the best. I think the second one's kind of terrible anymore, even though, yeah, it is a groundbreaking movie and, and just, whatever. Third one, completely pointless, but I still like it. The fourth one is just a Transformers movie. And the fifth one is let's start in the movie that I've always wanted to see, the fucking purple lasers and the robots fighting the resistance just want a whole movie of that but we can't never get that i don't know why so let's stop there let's start there um somehow sarah connor when she was a little kid a terminator got sent back to protect her i think so uh through the ages uh judgment day happens the machines kill the world uh, Skynet comes online, kaboom, everything blows up. The Resistance, uh, John Connor. Still proving my point, Rise of the Machines is the most pointless movie ever made. It's pretty pointless, yeah. Okay, so John Connor sends back Kyle Reese to find Sarah Connor in 1984 where this other Arnold is. But as he's getting sent back, a future Terminator attacks John Connor and does something to him. It's explained, but I could goddamn couldn't figure the fuck out what the hell happened. So flash to 1984. They're in the sporting goods store. Blah blah blah. Uh, A liquid Terminator shows up, and they fucking a big fight happens. Sarah Connor, who is played by fucking Daenerys from Game of Thrones, hot as shit, looks really a lot like uh, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, she looks really good. And she, she was terrible. (laughs) But she really looked like her. Uh, she shows up, bails out Kyle Reese with old Arnold, and everything in this movie is, I'm old, but not obsolete. Fucking Arnold made an embarrassment of himself. So, they, in the meantime, Sarah Connor and, uh, the old, Old Arnold have built a time travel device because they want to go to 1997 and jump in the timeline of part two. But then John Connor 
uh, has to fight the Liquid Terminator in 1984, and they dump acid on him, and poof, he's dead. Then he tries to convince them, no, we need to go to 2015, because there's this new killer app about to be unveiled called Genesis, mm. which is Facebook, I guess. That's what <laughs> I think I was supposed to believe. But they they explain it away in one sentence what it is. It's going to seamlessly link everything to everything else. That's pretty generic, but that's the explanation that was given. So they go they go to 2015. Um, John Connor is the dude who invented Genesis with uh, Miles. I think it's Miles, Miles Dyson, right, from the second one, the black guy that invented Skynet? Yes, I believe you're correct on that. Okay, so John Connor, still infected from robot super Terminator in the future, gets together with that black dude's son, with the little, you know, the little kid with the remote control car. Mm-hmm. He gets together with him to make this, to make Cyberdyne and this killer Genesis app that's going to become Skynet, and that's Skynet's failsafe in the future is that they sent John Connor back, who is now some kind of Terminator. Yeah, um, it's never explained what he is because he's better than the T one thousand. He's 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 kind of liquid. He's the happier uh, version. Kind of, li- it never explains what he is. Yeah, he's he's liquid, but he's like metal flake, carbon fiber also, and he's kind of part three Terminator. And there's big fights. Stuff happens. Uh, the best part is they have to go blow up Cyberdyne again. And meanwhile, 1980, okay, flashback to 1984. They have to do the time thing to jump to 2015. Metal can't go. So our old Arnold says, I'll take the long way around. What do you think Arnold was busy doing between 1984 and 2015? Taking a poop. He got a job in construction. <laughs> <laughs> so he could build the building that Cyberdyne is just so he could build a secret blast-proof room so everybody could get in it at the end when everything blows up and Arnold explodes and, and something happens to Arnold where he becomes Liquid Terminator and he's okay at the end. And I, 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 I'm confused. I just want to know when RoboCop comes out and starts fighting him. If Kane from RoboCop 2 came out, the movie would have been the fucking best. You can't tell me you wouldn't want to see Peter Weller fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not now. I don't want to see Arnold anymore. I'm really soiled on Arnold, dude. Dude, you're killing me. Like, not not old Arnold, because that's nothing but five-star greatness. But this new shit he's doing... Dude, stop it. Come on. Arnold, you gotta... I mean... I kind of feel like he's he's turning what what is he like sixty? He's sixty seven. Dude's almost seventy years old, man. You you gotta face it, you're not thirty four. I don't care. I know, but this is soils the Arnold, man. And you know the best part about this movie is it's never explained, but I think J.K. Simmons is in this. J. Jonah Jameson from the Spider Man series, he's in the 2015 timeline playing. Lance Hendrickson's cop character from 1984, and he's in there for like three minutes. And I'm like, why don't you just get Lance Hendrickson, man? Yeah. You're fucking doing for a donut. And he looks older than that. 
His face has turned completely to fucking rawhide leather now. <laughs> Why'd you have to get J.K. Simmons? I like that dude. Because that dude, dude won an Oscar? He's, it's fucking horrible. Oh, my God. Everyone should be embarrassed that this was made. This script is probably... There's probably fan fiction out there that's ten times better than this fucking script. It's... Look, I like shit like Buckaroo Banzai that doesn't make a lick of sense unless you watch it like 15 times. Mm-hmm. And then you get a little bit, you watch it 15 times more, and you understand more. No one would under... Like, you gotta have two PhDs to understand what the fuck was going on in this movie in five seconds. Well, in five seconds. At one point, I, I don't know, but uh, the John Connor liquid Teflon Terminator, Arnold's like, I can fight that thing. Goes outside, knocks over like this big public address system speakers, pulls these things out of the speakers, makes bracelets out of them, and now he has like punching gauntlets, and he can punch, he's like, this will hurt it, and he can punch chunks out of the liquid Teflon Terminator, but it just comes back, and it's like nothing, nothing made any sense or mattered in any way, shape, or form. This series needs to be over. That's why they need Terminator versus uh, RoboCop, man. But you're t- you touched on fan fiction. There's got to be ten times better fan fiction than. Okay, this. you touched on fan fiction. Would you like to go into uh, Can You Dig It then? Well, hold on just a second, because I got another recommendation. Okay, because I have a thing It'll about. It'll be real short though. Can you dig it? Okay. I also have been playing, I got a new game for PlayStation 4 called Bloodborne. It's the greatest fucking, most infuriating video game I've ever fucking played. (laughs) It's great because it seems like this whole game was made by H.P. Lovecraft. Okay, that sounds cool. There is, do you remember Nightmare Creatures on PlayStation 1? Nightmare Creatures. Yes. It's almost exactly like that world, only part to the PlayStation 4. Wow, dude. Yeah, dude. Breaking what? news. Ooh, what? what? Checking out just to see well, what... Well, hold on. We'll go in there. Get it. Horror movie fans, hardcore video game fans, get Bloodborne. But no, it is a fucking savage-ass video game. It's not going to hold your hand. But go ahead. What now? What no, I was just going to say, uh, you don't have to worry about Terminator getting another movie. What this make? It made since July first, which is a long weekend. I was gonna say it, it opened on a Monday, didn't it? Tuesday or yeah, Tuesday night at midnight. Okay, what it make? Forty four point sixteen million dollars. Oh, put the fucking fork in this son of a bitch! It's done. Yep, that, that goose is cooked, and it's all for the. It's better. Yeah, it, and it came in third. It's fucking terrible. I think the word was out on this. Jurassic World still busted out 30.9. But just to me, it seems like this was a slow weekend. I don't know, dude. Every time I went over to Muncie to my sister's house, we drove by the movie theaters because that's the way you go. And that place was filled to the brim, and it's huge. Yeah, well, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing here on IMDb. It just, it did not do anything. And if anything, if that was bad, how about Ted 2 literally dropped 75% after the first weekend? That's, that, I don't care. 
but I do care because I know uh, Flash Gordon is probably in that. I don't think he is. Oh, he's got if if Flash Gordon is not in fucking Ted Two, that movie could go suck a dick. Because I heard Mila Kunis, they that's the reason why she wasn't in there. They were like, "Hey, do you want to be in Ted Two? And she just said, "Why?" <laughs> Tom Brady's in it. What? Yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ, Mark Wahlberg. Look at this. Everyone is it, yeah. Flash Gordon is in there. Is he? Yeah, Sam that, Jones. That will be the only reason I watch that movie because yep. just, just even from the trailers, I just don't care. Oh my God! You know who else is in this piece of shit? Nope. Okay, you got Marky Mark, uh, Morgan Freeman, and then it gets insane. Uh, Liam Neeson. Patrick Stewart, Tom Brady, Jay Leno, Jimmy Kimmel, and just, it looks like one of those movies where every, everything is a fucking cameo. Yeah. This literally has the biggest fucking cast list I've ever seen on IMDb, and I'm still not fucking interested in watching it. That's a, that's a wait for fucking, uh, until it hits the net. Yeah, 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 well, Terminator Genesis, I just, to me, sounds like it's a mess, which is it fine. Is such a mess. I had a feeling it would be, but I still will be curious to watch it, though. It's, it's a bummer. It, it, you're just like, man, I, this, they have just drove that series into the ground for the sake of money, and I'm glad it kind of backfired in their face a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Arnold has his sights set higher on other projects, speaking of King Conan. <laughs> oh, man, are we... Can you dig it? If you want to, that's fine. Okay, let's do it. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Uh, if you haven't heard yet, which it's almost impossible these days not to hear what Arnold is doing, can you dig it? He was throwing grenades the other day. I don't know why I saw that, but whatever. Oh, dude, can you dig it? Arnold says he is all for King Conan. It takes place 30 years after Conan the Barbarian, and it ignores Conan the Destroyer. That's good. I like Conan Destroyer, but I know it's bad. I like it because I watched it so many times as a little kid. And he's promising, uh, he's promising King Conan to be just as good as Conan the Barbarian. I can't, he, I can't trust what the man says anymore, dude. He, he said, he's, he said, there's going to be much blood. There's going to be a lot of sword fights. He's going on and on. But can you dig it? In that very same, like, conference he's talking about different stuff he talks about king conan yeah uh somebody asked him a question about predator movies and he went on a two-minute rant about how bad the predator sequels are predator 2 is great and you uh, know what the only thing that would make predator 2 better is if arnold was in it well Danny glover is kind of a fucking miscast but that movie's still fucking great yeah, it, it is, but I think he's more aiming towards like even aliens versus predator movies, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. And I think he is kind of pissed off because there is rumors that 
uh, they're trying to get another Predator movie started, and it's supposed to ignore Predator 2, pick up right after the first one, and they're not even asking Arnold. And there's just, like, one of the, one of his pet projects is to actually do a Predator movie before he's done while he's doing all this stuff. Call it a day, Arnold. I'm sorry, but you really made a fool out of yourself with fucking this Terminator shit. Go do your Conan and, and fucking hang it up, dude. You've got Kennedy money. You were married to a Kennedy, dude. I don't think he got all that back. <laughs> well, no, I'm sure she took all of that. But, um, I have a, I have a strong suspicion that Arnold's not hurt in the fundage department. No, no, he isn't. I think I, I really would, I personally would like to see Arnold in another Predator movie. I think the time is right for it. I just, I agree with him on one thing. And he got into this. The studios are making lots of poor decisions these days. Yep. <laughs> that uh-huh. I will agree with him on. Indeed. Yeah, and number one poor decision, make it another fucking Terminator movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, that was a poor decision since part three. Um, well, I got a can you dig it that just, go for it. just fucking showed up. Uh, do you want to watch the trailer for Ash vs. Evil Dead? Oh, I, it's, I thought it was only like a three second trailer. What? Yeah. I mean, if it is, you could check it out. Let me know if it's longer than that, but I thought that's what it was. Well, it's just the fucking car driving over and over again. Yes. Oh, fuck that. What? Yes. Yes, I found that too. And that's said, not no. a teaser. Come on, internet. Yes. You fucking. Yes, I, I seen that too. You told me to look for news, but besides that, since I didn't want to bring that up so it would upset you, you were talking fan fiction earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody has got past the scripting stages, and I know you're fun. You enjoy crowdfunding. Uh-huh. Uh, is doing like conferences at different conventions, and it's going to be at Comic-Con. And I forget the filmmaker's name. It's escaping my mind right now. But they are looking for people to crowdfund them. They have a movie called Alien Identity. It ignores uh, what happened at the beginning of part three. And So Hicks and Newt are still alive. Yes, but this sounds to me like somebody's trying to beat Neil Blomkamp. No, I'm not crowd, um, no, I can't dig out at all. I'm not crowdsourcing that. Yeah, um, this is making its rounds on the internet, and what it sounds to me is like since Neil Blongenkamp is having trouble uh, getting his stuff off the ground because he wants to bring back Sigourney Weaver, he's made it public, like all the stuff he's doing. You remember uh, a couple months ago, we were checking out his drawings and stuff and all, of, uh, all the stuff, ideas he has for yeah. a new Aliens movie, and he was talking exactly about the same thing. And like he even... If he was able to get it off the ground with 20th Century Fox, he even said he wants to eventually tie in and maybe tackle the Aliens vs. Predator storyline. Which, to me, I was like, I'm all for. But let's, you know, first, first, I wanted to see what he was going to do. I like what he had to say. But apparently, um, somebody knows somebody because they're showing up at different conventions and stuff and getting a crowd of people to explain to him, hey, crowdfund me so I can make Alien Identity. No. 
<laughs> nope. Uh, sorry. Not, not for me. Which, by the way. When is this bubble gonna fucking burst? I don't know. But which, by the way. Um. Because it's time to bring up my full moon reference of the week. Okay. Uh, you, do you realize where crowdfunding started? Probably Charles Band, where everything else starts. Yes, exactly. You're right. I, you know me all too well. <laughs> it, what was the first thing that was crowdfunded? What did he do? Petrified. Oh, the Tony wo- Todd. zombies in the woods? Tony Todd thing, the movie is downright frickin' horrible. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, but, remember the full moon horror shows that the road show they was doing? Yeah, I, the one I've always, I've always wanted to see it, but I never... Oh, it's, it's glorious. I've, Loved them. Yeah, I've been Loved at places where they were going on, but I didn't... Yeah, they, they he did it at Wasteland a couple of times. Damn it. Um, if you bought so much stuff, you got an executive producer credit on the movie. That was how he got petrified, uh, put out there. That's how he got, I think, ooh, I want to say almost a dozen projects made. Oh, I'm sure. Um, that was how the Evil Bong series started. Was Not doing surprised. It. So, you have Charles Band to blame for that. <laughs> no, I don't. Charles Band had a good idea, and everybody fucking took it, and it's, it's a shame that, uh, I'm pretty sure Charles Band knows some decent lawyers. It's too bad he didn't copyright that idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm surprised too, but also look at him too when he was doing the video video zones at the end of the movies. They're now considered DVD extras. Mm-hmm. What he used to do. Motherfucker's ahead of the game. Yep. At just, all times. Just because he's making up VHS tapes somewhere. Uh, he's got a magic, the magic Charles Band warehouse. Somebody found something in there the other day. Yep. I well, he's, what it was. he's claiming, and this is what you asked me a while back, isn't there supposed to be a new puppet master? Uh, supposedly in 30 days, he's claiming, like, end of July here, beginning of August, he's claiming he, Full Moon will have some big announcements, so I'm guessing... Finally, we'll get to hear when the release date of the new Puppet Master movie is going to be. I'm. It's been like I don't know why we haven't had three Puppet Masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you remember he came out last year and was basically saying, "I'm making this and I'm making this," and literally outside of Evil Bong 420. Full Moon has not released a new release. Now he's released some other stuff, like stuff that has recently popped up and he's re-released or has sold like uh, movies like Skullheads, the Netflix that are under a different name now that people are renting and don't realize it's Skullheads. So, <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> Ever the shady businessman also. <laughs> Ever the... Sh- always with the shadiness. Goddamn him. Oh, uh, but, uh, you know, figure to lighten your mood up since you didn't want to talk about alien identity. <laughs> but anyhow, can you dig it? Uh, X-Files, it just seems like a daily basis now that they're posting pictures of them having fun. Can you dig that the show's going to be back on, basically? Yeah, what is, what is it, July, February? January 24th. I meant January, not July. Yeah, January 24th. I'm down. That's fucking great. I can't wait. Can you dig it? 
since Chris Carter said everything is possible that Lance Henriksen has restarted, Frank Black needs to be back in X Files. He said Frank Black needs to Henriksen. Henriksen, yes, he's been trying to get a movie out of Millennium. He's been trying for years, doing his own thing, trying to get something out there. I know there is a couple of Facebook pages dedicated to it. There's even a book out there about Frank Black. So, uh, can you dig it if Frank Black shows back up? Sure. Okay. Um, now for something that you might actually find really cool, and thanks to John Portanova, which, by the way, uh, he did post on our page. He got nominated as, what was it, like, Best director in director Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. Yeah, go he's, vote. yeah, go vote. He's like in the top ten that you can vote from, which I think is really cool for Valley of the Sasquatch. I need to see that. But it, oh, dude, it's a good movie. I know, I know. Good movie. Um, which also Portanova posted this while I was reading that. Noticed he part he posted a link to the Resurrected is getting a Blu-ray. I seen that, and it's German. <laughs> It's only in Germany? Is this like it's, second? It's, Shit. Right now it is a German release. They are doing they redo uh doing the blue they're doing a Blu-ray and DVD. The Blu-ray is totally unrated as it runs four minutes longer. Din is it gonna DVD. be all cleaned up and all that jazz? Supposedly I was reading what I could, what I could understand of it. Now, again, you do need an all region player as the Blu-ray is region B. And a new DVD will be Region 2, but it is supposedly loaded with extras, interviews with, like, Chris Sarandon and a bunch of other people that were a part of the film. Uh, so I was very surprised. So I won't be surprised if an outside company tries to, you know, get this going also. That's to usually like, how it goes, isn't it? Like, somebody gets the overseas rights and then... Somebody like Synapse or Shout Factory snaps up the American rights? Yes, especially since this hasn't, it has a very, very, very cheap looking Mm -hmm. Lionsgate American release that was like, it, it, it might have had a quicker disappearance than a Savage Streets DVD. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But yes, there is hope for uh, people that have seen The Resurrected, which I have always enjoyed. Good movie. Uh, it is getting a, you know, it seems like it's getting a proper release. So look Good. for that. And the Blu-ray will be two discs. Uh, next up, just for humor, can you dig it? There is a lot of stories out there that this past weekend that Tom Cruise is leaving Scientology. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Make those movies, Tom Cruise. You're on a roll. I don't care what fuck really. I don't care either, but I, for me, from looking at this as, you know, from a distance like all of us, I think this is, this would be my reality TV. If they put this on a show, I would watch it. What? Like daily Scientology, Tom Cruise? Just Tom Cruise leaving. Because I think this will be newsworthy for the next several weeks. Because this is just going to be hilarious. You didn't get to see that uh, big Scientology documentary, did you? That No, but I've heard a lot about it. I've heard what goes on in it and what's down. Yeah. They, uh, I think... Well, something like they dedicated $300 million 
just to keep Tom Cruise happy. Yes. Like they yeah, have like, this gigantic house for him and they have like this whole celebrity offshoot of Scientology that just they funnel money into it constantly just to have all the like everything that these like celebrities want. Yeah, they were saying like their their congregation is something like under 300,000 worldwide. Mhm. But they bring in like $75 billion. And they're fucking tax exempt. Yes. That's, that's wrong. Yes. That is so fucking wrong. That is insane and needs to be rectified, man. You know, yes. I was telling, I was telling everybody at the, at the cookout that well, we had a little mini cookout after we were working because they're all Catholic and stuff. And I was like, they're big. All that side of the family is big, uh, political. Oh, Obama sucks because he did this. Obama's doing this. Oh my God, it's all. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Did you ask them about Sarah Palin's kid being pregnant again? I don't know anything about Sarah Palin. Oh, I didn't do it. Especially since she's all for abstinence, and this is the second kid she's had out of wedlock. Yes, Republicans, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, I was just (laughs) telling those guys. You know what? I'm not gonna. That's a fucking horse. I don't. I don't have a horse in this race. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. But your your opinions are annoying. And I can fix America's fucking money problems right now. Let's tax the church. Yep. Until you really want to get serious, I don't want to fucking play this game. And uh, well, it's you. Politics, everybody. And one last thing for you, uh, Hannibal. Since we, this has been a hot topic, especially. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Uh, there is. It has gone up. There is now. According to a lot of internet web pages, there is five like networks you want to call them or whatever in the running to keep the series going. Uh, TV networks? Because I wanted to oh, go to Netflix. Well, yeah, they're saying right now Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime are the three main ones. Um, but somebody was writing, it was on Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. And they're saying not Fox, but a Fox-related network is also in is interested in the property of the series. That would be probably FX. That's what I'm guessing. And they're saying another unnamed network right now is looking into it. So they're up to five different places it could be going, but all of them. It's all been said. All of them want to continue the series. Bring that fucking shit to Netflix, dude. The gloves are off on Netflix. I think they could do whatever the hell they want. I think Amazon Prime could, too. I don't think they've got the... I don't know how you put it. I don't think they've got the stri- the purse strings that Netflix has. Or I, would be willing to dish out for something like this. I know what you're saying. I'm just telling you, just keep paying attention to what Amazon Prime does. That's all I'm gonna say. This is I know, true. I know I it's know, getting big. Yeah, I know Netflix is the big brother right now, but I like how all this TV's changing now, man. I can't wait. I've got two more months on my Dish Network and or my Direct TV, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna be like, hey, come get your shit. I, I don't need your stuff. I don't need your bill. Uh, I don't need your shitty customer service. I don't need any of this. Uh, I I got you because you were gonna give me free. NFL Sunday ticket, which you did for two years. Now I'm done. See what you are you going to do now? Are you going to just watch Netflix? 
Oh, Netflix uh, is. Dude, I really, I really do not watch a lot of fucking TV. Well, that was my only thing. With you, you're a little bit different because most of the people that say this stuff and do this stuff, they're not into sports. You are. Well, just football. And yeah. I can go out to Dad's house and okay. we'll, we'll split the NFL. Actually, we won't have to this year because he's getting it free. Okay. Because see, I, other people I totally understand because they're all they're doing is watching like 24 hours <laughs> straight of Cartoon Network. And I'm like, okay, I understand why you're going to get the Roku and just doing Netflix and Hulu. Is Roku – see, I don't – I need to investigate this shit. Is that a paid subscription? It can be. Okay, because I know your buddy Charlie has a channel. It would If I got Roku, would that be free? I believe you get like 10 channels free or 20 channels free. If I got a local channel, that'd be fine with me, like a local Fox. Yeah, see, I think you got to look more into that Roku because Roku's still breaking into a lot of that stuff yet. Because I know Roku, my TV can handle that shit. It's Roku got the stuff is, on the side. yeah, Roku is more of like, um, remember a few years ago where a lot of web TV was going on? Where a lot of people. A little bit. Yeah, where you could like go to these like independent websites and they were showing like movies and different things like that. Mm-hmm. That's basically what Roku is. But now you're able to watch it on your TV because of that little device. Well, shit's changing, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to get my and, – and I don't have a bad thing to say about DirecTV. Yeah. I like it, but I just don't – I don't watch it. Um, I can't I wait like, to get Comcast Internet out of my fucking house. Yeah, I like all the stuff that's going on, but for me, I think I'm going to wait a couple years still. I'm waiting until it all settles, and then I'll just yeah. – Okay. I think we got about six, seven years before all this shit gets hashed out. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, Roku is another option. Um, that's where you could get full moon streaming. <laughs> full moon streaming is so fu- is they are fully behind Roku. Cool. They, See, I could watch that shit all day. I don't care. Yeah, full moon streaming is on Roku. They, they constantly advertise that stuff. But yeah, that's one of the many things. But like I said, talking to you, I know <coughs> you love watching football. And oh yeah. Outside of a lot of people I know, they're like, "Yeah, I just watch movies and watch shows." And that's basically, all I watch. Honestly, it's like I understand why you're just doing Netflix or you know what I mean, getting those other services. But in the same same thing, like they're doing that. I don't have Netflix. I don't have any of that stuff. I just because I'm I constantly have. Movies to watch already? Yeah, you got you got fucking movies, fucking people throwing movies at you all the time. <laughs> that's you've why got your computer spawning movies for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons. That's not an argument. That's the reason why I don't get this stuff, and that's why I said I can wait a few years. Yeah, I'm completely me. happy just going out with dad and hanging out with dad for and watching two games every Sunday. And if there's like a Browns game on Thursday night, I'm sure it's streamed somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's, that's been my thing because I hear horror fans tell me this stuff and be like, ah, I got done with the cable company and the satellite company. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. But remember how many millions of people are watching football or what? You know what I mean? It is. Sports is keeping it alive. But yes. now, dude, television is, I don't watch a lot. I mean, I watch the Game of Thrones, but man, if a television series takes off now, it's just fucking gold. Yeah, well, that's why HBO Go, HBO's now, I think, is the first 
like what we would consider a premium cable channel mm-hmm. to be available on the Roku. A- a- HBO Go. HBO one- Go is. Yes. HBO Go, the point of that is for them to be available on any format that's going to happen. That is the whole point of that, what's going on with that. I might have to do some serious digging into this fucking Roku shit. Yeah, that's what I always tell people. I hear people talk about the Roku. I've looked a little bit into it. It sounds like a great idea, but for me, like I said, I got time. I'll wait. Yeah. Well, you don't want to know how much I pay for fucking... Dude, how much do you think I pay a month for uh, just the basic DirecTV plus HBO in mm-hmm. one room? 85 bucks. Double digit, triple digits, dude. Just for that. Just for that. Nothing else. And nothing else. Dude, I got so hosed on that fucking contract. Wow. It was unbelievable. You yes. remember when I was having problems with those idiots? Yeah. Trying to tell me one thing and and all that shit. Oh, fuckers. I was supposed to have like three rooms and they never did it. Yeah, see, I could see in your instance it makes sense. Yeah, I'm fucking about done with it. But that's all we got on, on the Can You Dig It's? Yes, that's all we got on Can You Dig It's for now. I had a Can You Dig It, but I don't know. I just saw something funny pop well, up. Well, what about your, do you want to do your list of movies or do you want to oh, do yeah. questions? Yeah, I don't need to talk about the McDonald's employee getting fired for putting his own mixtapes in a Happy Meal. <laughs> do you want to do questions before you do your thing? I got my list pulled up. Okay. I got it. Go for it. Check this out, everybody. We always say, or, well, I always say, you're never going to see everything. Tim Gross is going to die trying. Yes, I am. I was going to say, let's, let's make sure we state that. But I know there's a lot of times on this podcast that I say, I've never seen that. So, I made, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I've got about a dozen movies here I wrote down mm-hmm. that I have never seen, and I want to get Tim Gross's reaction to these, because some of these are classics, some of these are genre classics, and some of them are, you're going to be like, why the, what the fuck is your goddamn problem? <laughs> oh my god, what is, hold on, breaking news. Roger Corman, what, Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf? Yes. Fuck, cut it out, dude. I cannot wait. Oh shit! Has Sharknado been cast yet? Part three? Yes, dude. Who's... It's called Oh Hell No, and they got Hasselhoff doing commercials. When is this happening? July twenty second during Shark Week, Sci Fi Channel Shark Week. Oh man. Okay, here we go. We got cast. We'll do the list in a minute. We got Holy Jeez, Sharknado three starring Tara Reid, Frankie Muniz, yep. Holly Madison, who is a porn star, I believe. Yes. Bo Derek, Hasselhoff, Ian Ziering, uh, Mark Cuban. What? What the fuck is Mark Cuban doing in there? It looks like a million porn stars. Okay. Uh, Mark Cuban, <laughs> Cindy Margolis, Pin Gillette. Yes. Chris Jericho, Michael Bolton, Terry Springer, and Colder. Oh, Jesus. That's all I see. That's going to be another cameo fest. But anyway, back to the list. Back to the 15 list. 15 movies I want to get Tim Gross's reaction on. 15 movies Kyle has never seen. Number one, never seen Raging Bull. Okay. Uh, I can't 
I've only watched part of it. I've never sat down to watch the whole thing, so you got me on that one. I know. I love me some Scorsese, and that's supposed to be, like, one of the best Scorsese's. I just – something about boxing movies, man. I just – I can't – boxing's something I don't know about, and I know that's just about him and not so mm-hmm. much boxing, but it Yeah, just I know what you're saying. It doesn't seem like it interests me. And uh side note, did you know there's a Rocky Six? Seven? What? Yeah, I saw the I saw the pra- the trailer for it for uh before Terminator Genesis. I didn't know this. It's called Okay. Okay, here's the plot synopsis. Uh there's a black kid who wants to box, needs a coach. Uh the black kid is Apollo Creed's son, and Rocky coaches him. And it's called Creed. Oh, okay. I heard, yeah, a few months back this was going to happen. I didn't know it did. Evidently, Apollo Creed is dead. Yes. Well, he dies in Rocky IV, dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking Ivan Drago kills him in the ring. Yes. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Fucking forgot. God, son of a bitch. Oh, well. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Uh Number two. Never seen Dr. Strangelove. I've always heard it's pretty good. I could never get into it. I've never I, seen it. I, I probably will. Like I've it. watched it once when I was much younger. I just couldn't get into it, but I I know it has a big following, and mm-hmm. it is something I've thought about revisiting at some point. Yeah, I need to. Okay, uh, here's one. Number three. Never seen The Deer Hunter. Mm. Walking De Niro, right? Yes, good movie. Is it? Should I check it out? Yes. Okay. Somewhat depressing. I know it's but... about Vietnam and all that. I, I've, I yeah, feel like and... I've seen the uh, Russian roulette scene. And made around here. It's a Pittsburgh movie, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the next one, never seen, North by Northwest. Neither have I. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Never seen Bull Durham. Oh, <laughs> you, dude, have you seen, um, not Bull Durham, uh, Field of Dreams? Yeah, he, and I don't care. It's okay. He, we'll put it this way. In like the same year, Bull Durham, Eight Men Out, and Field of Dreams came out. Eight Men Out's great. Yeah, I don't know how you could. missed, I honestly don't know how you missed You just Bull miss Dorm. them sometimes, man. A, a good, a good movie. Kevin Costner, before he decided he wanted to be the postman and... Hey, Tom Petty's in that movie. <laughs> ...wanted to make Waterworld and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Okay, so that that I'll check that one off. Uh, never movie. seen the Angel Trilogy. The Angel Trilogy? Yeah, about the schoolgirl that's a hooker. There's oh, three of them. is it Angel Heart? No, no, no. Uh, or, oh, okay. I know it's kind of grindhouse exploitation, but it's yeah, like I know. The what, no, I've not, I've not watched it, but I know what you're talking about now. You've Took not seen it either. No, I, I thought those. Know. I don't know why. I thought those were pretty popular. They are. They are actually. Funny you should mention it. The next one on my list is Angel Heart. Yeah, good movie. I I've seen the sex scene. Yes. Um. <laughs> Very Don Chong's nipples with blood all over him, I believe. But Mickey Rourke is... I thought it was Lisa Binet. You're right, you're right, you're right. That's it. 
Okay, so I need to check out that. Uh, this one's gonna, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Never seen I Spit on Your Grave, the OG I Spit on Your Grave. I uh, know, see, because after I watched it and I watched it with the Joe Bob Briggs commentary, I found out there's a lot of people that never watched that that claim like... Do you have that on disc? Yes, I do. I have it signed by Joe Bob Briggs. Next time you send me something out, send me that. That's something I, I would love to watch that. With oh, yeah. It just... The one thing I have found out, and I cannot... That's why I said I cannot say anything about you not watching it because there's a lot of people that I know that claim they're big grindhouse and exploitation fans, and I've they've brought up you know movies that I haven't seen and it's just like well I've always like spit on your grave and they go um I haven't watched that yet I'm like what 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 that's Wait like a, a granddaddy though yeah right? I'm like okay you're trying to say you're an exploit exploitation fan and this was like in the heart of that genre at the time. And it's like, um, that makes absolutely no sense. You're a contradiction. <laughs> hey, even I went to the well and watched Cannibal Holocaust for the first time. Yeah, I spit on your grave, like I said. That was a banned movie for me. I had, like, two banned movies, and I was not allowed to watch that one for some reason. I'm, hey, I understand. I don't know. I've never seen it. Mom and Dad put the kibosh on that. They said, you can, you can watch anything you want in the video store, just not that one. And yeah. I was never one of the kids that was like, well, now I really have to watch that. It's I enjoyed the movie, but I also, too, really got a heck of a lot of joy out of hearing Joe Bob's commentary to it, because I never laughed so hard during a rape scene. <laughs> That's it's, a quote for the box right there. It just, I couldn't stop laughing. I've never laughed so hard during a rape scene. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, I've never seen the Charlton Heston movie, Soylent Green. Mm. I feel like I don't need to because I'm, you know, Soylent Green is people, clearly. I know yeah, that. it's like there is one reason you should watch Soylent Green. Well, two reasons. Is that reason Charlton Heston? Uh, well, that's beside the point. Okay. Two reasons. Soylent Green actually gets reference on a regular basis throughout yeah. movies. That is the one reason you should watch it, because there is a lot of even, it doesn't matter, big budget or low budget, that is a film that gets referenced a lot. And a lot of people have not seen Soylent Green. And that's, during, that's why I feel like I don't need to... It's during it. Heston's like post-apocalyptic movie craze when he did Planet of the Apes and did the sequel and did Omega Man. Omega Man, yeah. And That's Soylent, an awful fucking movie. Soylent Green was right into that bunch at that time. Other reason is if by some chance anybody's listened to the podcast that is a Millennium fan, Soylent Green as people is Frank Black's uh, password to get into his Millennium computer. And <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, and apparently, like, that, if you pay attention to that series, Soylent Green gets referenced quite often. And oh, I need to see quoted. that, then. Yeah. What is that, like, 1972? Yes, 72. Ish. 72 is cool. uh, Soylent Green. Cool movie. And it, 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 you might actually like it, though, Kyle, because it is about overpopulation. Mm-hmm. I think you might like that. Any day I could start eating the neighbors is, is you know, I'm waiting. 
I'm fucking waiting. Yep. Yeah, this is all about it. Okay, cool. Um, for Rodrigo, I have never seen Blackula. <laughs> but I continue to make fun of Chef Blackula. <laughs> I still, I still make fun of, uh, Nipsey Russell Blackula. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do yourself a favor. Watch Blackula. Great, okay. great stuff. Great stuff there. I have and- not, I'm not a super huge black exploitation fan. Like, there's a lot of those I've not no, seen. No, but Blackula and Scream, Blackula, Scream are great introductions into stuff. Like, those are the types of movies you want to give people that, like you just said, I don't watch many exploitation flicks. Those would be two good movies to get people into it. Because hmm. they, they're not your over-the-top craziness of some yeah. of those exploitation flicks. Okay. The last one I've got is Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh. And I've not seen that just because I feel like if my mom and pop video store had it, I would have watched it a million times, but they did not have this. Well, honestly, a lot of video stores didn't have this. I personally, like I said, I had a a few around me while when I was a kid and a teenager, I could not find it. This was one of those up all night USA. See, I never caught it on there either. I caught it on there many a times. Jesus. Yes. Just like Spookies never saw it on there. This would be on there, and this was usually paired with, I believe, like a Vice Academy 2 or something like that. I know those were on there ad nauseum. Yeah, those were on there every other week. Yep. But yeah, hell comes. And I never wanted out. to watch those on there because why? No, no nudity. No thanks. Yeah, because there's, but there's also too. I don't know if it got taken down, but there is, uh, there's a couple of uh, great Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision episodes, and he has Roddy, Roddy Piper in, and. Oh. There's one where he's doing in Mortal Kombat and doing Day Live, and Joe Bob brings up when Hell comes to Frog Town, and Roddy Piper's like, "We're honestly going to talk about this." <laughs> <laughs> but also, there's another there's another Monster Vision episode where they do uh, Hell comes to Frog Town and Day Live that Joe Bob does. That was up on YouTube, but it's last time I checked, it was long gone. Shit, man. I would watch it on there. Yeah, Joe Bob, because that was when he had Roddy Piper in, like, I think he had Piper on two or three times. I remember Savini being on there. I remember Linda Blair being on there. I was going to say, i never seen Savini on there. I remember Linda Blair, Leanna Quigley. Yeah, I remember her. Brink Stevens, Michelle Bauer. Um, Trying to think who else he's had on there. But that was early days of Monster Vision. He had Corman on there once too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Because in the later days of Monster Vision, he wasn't even having guests. It was just him mm-hmm. and Mail Girl. Well, I think he, I think the shackles got put on him real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, because that, because that's what he was doing on the movie channel was mm-hmm. he would have a guest almost every week when he was doing movies. Yeah, that's why I had to get good grades in school so we could pay the extra ten bucks a month and get the little. Cream collar box <laughs> that's on top of your TV that you switch and you got. We had 55 channels and then you you flipped it and you had eight 
channels and it was like you that was where all your channels turned into you got HBO, ESPN, yep. MTV, yep. USA, the movie channel, Showtime and Cinemax. Yep. And Comedy Central for a while was on that. Which is really weird. God, I'm, I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> I remember in the early 80s having that. If you flipped it over and you went in like higher, like up towards the 80s and 90s, that was where all the viewer choice commercials were. Or in, uh, movie channels would be, which would be pay-per-view today. And that's where you could get Zombie and Friday the 13th and Halloween really? 2. Yes, they would advertise those on there. Huh. Oh, shit. Oh, a little more breaking news. I like this. Uh, this just got put out there on Facebook. We're going to get a Vampire Hunter D animated series. Who's doing it? Like, what network's and, picking it up? Oh, uh, just a little blurb. It says, uh, anim- it comes from Anime News Network has announced that a CG animated series based upon the Vampire Hunter D novels written by Huideki Ichikuchi? I don't know. Uh, It's in the works through California-based production studio Unified Pictures. The studio has been co-producing the series with Japanese studio Digital Frontier, who was behind Resident Evil Degeneration, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, They will be a part of the project as well, as will Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust director Yoshishaki Kijiji. Kawajari, and that's all. More information on this project will be unveiled at the Anime Expo, being held July twenty second or July second through the fifth in Los Angeles. And you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I, I'm not an anime fan by any stretch of the imagination, but goddamn it, Vampire Hunter D is a fucking beast of a movie. It's great. Yep. And I, that series is. I, I want to see it. I hope it just doesn't end up being like a 15-minute episode series like on Adult Swim. I hope it makes it somewhere where people are actually going to watch it. More yeah. more than yeah, yeah. dedicated fans of Adult Swim. And, and horror fans, you know, I don't like anime. I feel like anime fans get a bad rap, which is probably deserved because <laughs> I've known some of them before. Mm-hmm. And... If you're not into anime, those people don't want to have anything to do with you. Yep. But, man, the two Vampire Hunter D movies are worth a watch. Mm-hmm. That Fist of the North Star is worth a watch. So is the live action movie. Yep. And that's probably all I can recommend. Urasaka Doji, if you like eight hours worth of uh, demon possession and tentacle rape, that's your jam. But we got questions. I'm yes, not going to talk about we got nope. We got questions. And first up is Tristan Gnarly Martin. It says, hi, hi, Kyle Buble and Timbroni Shimoni. Uh, true or false, George Miller is currently visiting patients in hospitals across the country with severe illnesses and, dis- and diseases and inmates in prisons on death row asking them to sign up to be in death scenes in his next Mad Max movie to make the scenes look more realistic. Um, false, but God damn it, I wish that was true. <laughs> that sounds like the best. Oh, 
Quinlan asks, of course, here comes the Quinlan questions. Oh, man, word up to Quinlan's fridge. Yeah, oh, yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen, need to go to Ed Quinlan's page or go to my page since I stole the picture now. Uh, Quinlan got bored this weekend. <laughs> yes, he did. And I, again, I got to thank Ed Quinlan for just, one, being a great, great uh artist but also and spotter of juggalos yeah and just you know he's an amazing artist but also a big fan i mm. cannot believe this because for everybody that's on there it's cool but i got the whole freezer door <laughs> yeah you got who's on there rick it you, is you john cross uh, joe joe and rich delzato who's the promoter of uh horror realm yeah and they're all on the bottom. Um, let's not forget the, I believe is the creature from Full, uh, uh, Full House, uh, Fun House, Fun House. down at the bottom there, it looks like. Yeah. But I just, I'm above them. Like, it just, oh my god. Uh, gotta thank Ed Quinlan. That was amazing. Pretty uh, badass. Uh, he wants to know how much bacon should I put on my hamburger? How much bacon do you have? Exactly. I'm uh, not a bacon dude. Two, two will do you. Two uh, slices. See, I not just put is, bacon's good. Just put it on there. Just give me as much as possible. I don't care. Uh, Quinlan wants to know: Is Puppet Master Two better than Critters Two? Hmm. No. Hmm. I have to disagree a little. Really. I love me some Puppet Master 2. I do enjoy Scott Grimes coming back for part two of Critters. But I enjoy the first Critters movie more than the second one. You like Critters 2 bef- more than... No, I like the first Critters movie more Oh, I was going to say, are you crazy? Yeah, uh, no. Puppet Master 2 edges it out for me. Really? Yep. I like Puppet Master 2. I like it better than the first one because... I think it's just a plain better movie. Yep, we're going to get into that. And also, it introduces Torch. Yes, we will get into that. Uh, Quinlan wants to know, is Phantasm 2 better than Friday 13th Part 2? Yes. I agree. I would say Phantasm 2 is the best of the series. I would agree again. Uh, yeah. It's, oh man, I don't know, you got is Phantasm 2 better than the first one? I don't, I know your daughter would disagree. I just, I'm sitting there. I I feel like your daughter should have the the answer. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I got the questions. Would you rather be killed by one of the balls from Phantasm or been eaten by a cry? Hmm. I guess the Phantasm ball, because the Krites just going to sit there and chow on you for a good long time. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It, It takes less time to get killed by the ball. Plus... Like, if there are friends around, that blood shoots out the other end, and you can just spray them and have a little fun before you die. Mm-hmm. So, that's my... Um, the next question is... I forgot I was reading the questions. That's <laughs> uh, fine. When is Tim Gross going to bless the official Gross Movie Reviews beer fridge? I did, I seen that question, and now because I am on the free, uh, the freezer door, I feel like I have to make an appearance at some point just because. I'm I'm bummed. I'm not on there, goddammit, Ed, or Spookies of some sorts. 
If you, I bet you, if you put in a request, he will find a way to fit you and Spookies in on there. There you go. You heard it first, Ed. I want Ed to do, Ed, you need to do, because you always do the faces of the people. You need to do the old man from Spookies off of the fucking uh, poster. That's what you need to do. But when is Tim Gross going to bless the official Gross Movie Reviews beer phrase? Soon. I I will have to make my way over there just because now. Mm-hmm. I, I Just because that. I want to I wanna see it in person. It, you know, maybe we should like just... <laughs> that should be a tour for horror. I think it should have its own Facebook page. It should. <laughs> you should have to pay that fridge 20 bucks to take a picture of it. Horror. <laughs> Bring the fridge to Horror Realm, Ed. <laughs> Not even the fridge. Just take the bolts out. Bring the door. Mm-hmm. Door, I should say. You could claim it started in the the, the refrigerator that ate people. Oh, attack of the, attack of the killer, killer refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have that. You could, you could claim it's that fridge if you wanted. But uh, the next question is, um, Ed asks, is Horror Realm 2015 Summer Show going to explode in a bloody orgy of beer and body parts due to t-shirt joe's presence and on that note is the almighty king of satan john cross coming and john cross says the plan is yes i was gonna say last time i seen him say something it was he is 70 percent coming to horror hey i put it if john listens to this man if it might not be out by then, but I'm going to <laughs> I'll come pick him. In. If he just gets to Pittsburgh, I will come pick him up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because I got the ride. You'll have to come with me, Tim, because I don't know Pittsburgh, but we will find it. Just make it to the city limits, John. We'll find you. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I would help you find him. Okay. That isn't a problem. Um, Ed Quillen asks, mashed potatoes will be consumed. Midgets will be tossed. Tacos will be eaten, mullets will be on fire, and there will be blood. And then Tristan Gnarly Martin also says, and saxophones will be played. Yes, because <laughs> he's, he's got a picture of the boy. Uh, thought, oh man, it's just a whole bunch of other responses from Ed. It also says, saxes will be played, motherfucking played, t-shirt Joe, Thunder Satan, Tim Gross, King of Gross, Rick of the Dead and myself are going to plan to blow the roof off the house. Dead midget corpses will be cooked and eaten. Yingling will be drank. Diarrhea will be had. Close all the sheets. <laughs> Close all the sheets convenience stores. Tim Gross is going to fucking have the shits. Um, Ed wants you to know he's drinking a beer right now. Just thinking about it. And then he screams, Thunder Satan. Um... And he says, I mixed the bacon in with the hamburger meat. So it's filled with the juicy grease. Oh, this is T-shirt Joe. What are your methods of cooking with wonderful hamburgers, Tim Gross? My methods? Yes. Oh, man. It all depends who I'm with. Like, if I'm with the wife, I got to make sure I don't put much in it. She's not a big spice person. Um, I will... Like, I'm not one of those people that measures out everything. Right, neither am I. And it's like, if you're not going with, like, somebody gave you frozen patties or something like that, Mm-mm. you're actually working with ground meat. Like Tip number uh, one, frozen patties are bullshit. Um, not all the time. Some of them are good. Really? All the, 
such as? Uh, what is it? Uh, Bubba's Burgers were pretty good. I would eat a Bubba. Yeah, that sounds pretty tasty. Yeah, those are pretty good. But I know what you're saying, though. You got to get the fucking ground chuck, dude. That's proper yes. hamburger base. Yes. That's and amazing. I like making giant ones for no reason. <laughs> I have no reason. But, yeah, like, if I'm making them and I know everybody's up for whatever, I... Like, the spice cabinet just opens, and yep. whatever's in the refrigerator will go into that ground meat. Now, I was going to say about bacon and burgers, I personally would cook the bacon first. You don't want to be putting raw bacon in that burger. I do this, dude. I have, we have this meat, it's kind of, I call it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Shop in Portland. It's mm-hmm. called It's called Fisher's Meat Packing. It's got, like, the best meat ever. Okay. You know, it's it's a butcher shop. It's where yeah. everybody takes their deers to get processed. They do all that jazz. They've been around for almost a hundred years here in Portland. Everybody knows it. It's all fucking fantastic, good shit. I get prime chuck because, yeah, I put bacon bits in it. Yeah, they, I've they, done that. They also, yeah. this is the best burger I can make. I put bacon bits in it. Not a whole bunch, because I'm not super huge bacon guy. I like me some bacon, but I don't like internet bacon, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you do that, and then you they have this spice just called hamburger spice. And okay. You, you mix it in with your meat. It's awesome. Then they also sell cheese there. Sliced cheese, like the Velveeta slices, that's bullshit. Don't need none of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Fuck that pre-sliced cheese shit. Just get a block of cheddar cheese and cut you off a slice and get it, throw it on the grill for like maybe 10 seconds to where it starts, you know, getting the cheese sweats. Yep. I've even, I was going to say, I've even put Swiss or jalapeno cheese on there. Yeah. Any kind of cheese. Just get it, get the cheese sweats going. Yep. And I'm telling you, when you eat those hamburgers, you got to eat them fast because Steven Seagal is going to be running around the corner to get one. <laughs> now, bust your I, I got to ask, have you ever eaten where you've put uh, A1 sauce or beer into the ground meat? No. I've done that quite a few times. No, but I do, uh, I, I put A1 sauce on there because sometimes ketchup and mustard, not a big, like, yeah, lettuce, but I, I'm, I'm saying when you, like, you're forming the meat no, patties no. and everything, you never mixed in A1 sauce in there? I will, I will every once in a while put a cap full of Worcestershire sauce in there. I've done that. It's I've also, uh, like I said, I've put some yingling in there. Uh, there's a place, I don't know if I've told you, there's a place four or five towns over that's like, everyone knows about it. It's called Made Rights. And what they do, they make these hamburgers. They're kind of like, they're, they're about the size of a White Castle hamburger, but yeah. here's what they do. And it's a secret recipe. You'll know, it's one of those mom and pop hamburger shops where it's like clearly different than everything else, but they'll, you'll never know what the recipe is. You mm-hmm. can only guess. And what they do is I think her blood diner. Yeah, it's <laughs> complete blood diner action going on over there. They take the fucking hamburger and they chop it all up. They don't make a patty out of it. They make it like sloppy joes. But all they add is they steam it. They put Stroh's beer. They put brown sugar and mustard. And they mix it all together. And people will go over there and get 100 hamburgers and walk out. It's the place. <laughs> I think I might have told you about it. It's the place where everybody sticks the chewed bubble gum on the outside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, I don't know how the 
fucking health department and keeps this place open, but it's made out of chewed bubble gum, this building. That's no shit. But that's, that's hamburger talk. Yeah, I think a lot of times what have yeah, with hamburger, hamburger talk, I think the that's main a new podcast, we need to start hamburger talk. I think the main thing with hamburgers is keep it simple. Yep. You get too gourmet or whatever into it, you start screwing yourself up, but yeah, it just, there's a bunch of times if I know I'm making something else on the grill for the wife, if hamburgers, I know it's just like me and my kid eating it, I'll be putting all kinds of different stuff in it, mm. trying it out to see what it's like because then next time I'll know, hey, I like this kind of hamburger. Mm-hmm. Another but pro I, tip. Keep uh, it simple though. Yeah. Don't buy pepper that you just, that's already, you just comes in the shaker. Mm-hmm. Buy the, buy the pepper that you have to grind in the shaker and then dump out. Yes. Makes a difference. I agree with you. And, uh, here's Ed, Ed's response to hamburger talk is, um, he likes to take the hamburger meat, rub it on his tits, <laughs> cook my burgers on a pan made out of bacon. <laughs> and he says he baking up those motherfuckers. How many, <laughs> Tim Wilder asks, how many tits do you put bacon on? Two. Ed says double. <laughs> It says double the tits with cheese. <laughs> and that's all our questions, Tim. I like it. Facebook finally unfroze, and after it unfreezes, uh, the Tremors movie <laughs> 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 picture comes up. Michael Gross riding an ass blaster holding an American flag. <laughs> Damn right. Did you all go to the picture? <laughs> yes, I did. With the ass blaster. That's America. That is. It's 100% American. I was watching Tremors the other day. Still, like, the best. Yes, that's love this. probably the best movie you'd show to a kid if you want to get them into horror movies. Oh yeah, fucking yeah, fantastic. Uh, let's talk about it. It's it, fucking start the full moon train up, dude. Uh, you want me to start talking uh, Puppet Master Two here? We ain't got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> okay, well I didn't know. We've if you already to get done hamburger kill- talk. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted him to get into Killer Dead. No, we gotta save that. The puppets of Andre Toulon. First, they made you smile. And then, they made you die. Blade. Pinhead. Jester. Leech Woman. And Tunneler. Now, the show has begun again. And this time, their master is back. From beyond. The grave. You brought me back. And Andre Toulon is proud to present the newest addition to his terrifying troupe. You may think you got the powers of hell on your side. Torch. They thought they could unlock Toulon's secrets. It's amazing. But what these researchers have opened, no one could escape. We're all in danger as long as we remain in this house is a Pandora's box of death. Our work must be completed tonight. Ghostly games, trick or treat. 
Puppet Master 2. His unholy creations hold the strings to your life. I know how to get into things. Okay, now Puppet Master 2, now you got into it uh, about you thought Puppet Master 2 is better in the first one. It felt like uh, a more movie movie, you know what I mean? Yes. yes. And it felt like there was more money. Mm-hmm. And I like Torch a lot. Yep. If it wasn't for Six Shooter, like I like Torch, he's probably my favorite. Six Shooter is awesome. Uh, he shows up in the third one. Uh-huh. He's not in this one. But nope. I do remember, I have fond memories. This is the first Puppet Master I ever saw. Okay. This is, to be honest, part two is, if you're our age, part two is the big jumping off point, let's mm-hmm. say. It seems like it got a super huge release because my, I remember my mom and pop video store, the video connection, one of the five that we had at the time, had the theatrical poster on the window of Puppet Master 2. I have that. I saw it and I was like, wow, what is this? Those guys look so fucking cool. And I got it and watched it and I liked it. And I don't think that this video store had part one because it was a lot of years before I saw part one. I was going to say, yeah, part one. I know it had some rights issues and shit. Yeah, part one was kind of hard to find. And I think part of the reason part one was, and I think we talked about this in the past with dolls mm-hmm. and Crash and Burn and Robot Jocks. When Puppet Master 1 was made, literally this was full moon in its infancy. Like, literally Charles Band was like, okay, Empire Pictures is done. I'm going to make a bunch of movies with uh, small puppets in it. <laughs> was, was was Puppet Master the first full moon movie? Um, because it's their flagship. Yeah, well, see, that's I was going to get into that right now. Um, I truly don't know what can be considered the first... Charles Band probably doesn't know either. Yeah, the first full moon release. Because Puppet Master was that in-between, and I guess you can say because years later the full moon label popped up at the beginning of it mm-hmm. where I do not remember the full moon label coming up for the first movie. I don't either. And crash and burn, even though was made before puppet master two, like you didn't know about crash and burn in because bottom line, when puppet master two came out, like you said, and I was just saying, this was the movie that full moon exploded. Puppet Master 2, A, this is the first movie, has the first video zone on it. I would be willing to bet this is the highest grossing full moon movie that ever was. I was going to say, two, this movie actually made it into a few theaters like New York, L.A., Chicago for uh, some screenings. It wasn't didn't like have any like theatrical release. This wasn't like, hey, this is gonna actually have a theatrical release, but it did get a few like midnight screenings and test right, audience yeah. screenings. Stuff like that. But also too, this is the movie that pretty much once this was released, this started everything. This started the restarted the transfers series. Uh subspecies came out mm-hmm. like that exploded onto the scene because of this. Um of course, more and more Puppet Master sequels. But after Puppet Master 2 came out, 
you were able to find stuff like the first Puppet Master movie, um, Crash and Burn, uh, Robot Wars, uh, Robot Jocks, uh, just a lot of the early stuff of Full Moon. Once Puppet Master 2 came out, that was, you were able to find a lot of this stuff in the video stores. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that, even though I hate them, part of that was, one of the deals Full Moon signed was with Blockbuster, and Blockbuster it was with Blockbuster and Paramount Pictures. And what happens was every time he made a release, like Blockbuster made it their point to like, here's the poster, here's this new movie. Like this was one of their like he got like some kind of exclusive where they had to put up the poster, make it look like they're actually advertising the movie. Is right, yeah. But yeah, Puppet Master 2 is where it exploded at. Puppet Master 1 actually had its premiere, I believe, on HBO, but was an early staple in the late 80s of USA Up All Night. That seemed to be paired with Toxic Avenger when Gilbert Godfrey was doing it. And I remember watching Puppet Master probably at least two or three times on USA Up All Night. That was where I found the first Puppet Master. I, unlike a lot of people, like you were saying, Puppet Master 2 is the first one they seen. For me, I actually got to see the first Puppet Master movie, but didn't make that connection when Puppet Master 2 came out, like the same people made that movie. Right. Uh, until I read up on Puppet Master 2. So, but that's where that comes from. But yeah, Puppet Master 2 is literally, Basically, they just used that as a springboard. Like, Full Moon exploded after that. That made everything possible. Because it was a movie that horror fans actually got into and were very interested in it and would help, too, was David Allen, instead of uh, Charles Band directing this time, David Allen not only did the puppet effects, but he directed the film. I'm looking and, up his his uh, visual effects yeah, credits right now, and they're amazing. It's like yeah, David Allen was huge. Yeah, he worked on a lot: Ghostbusters two, Ghoulies two, Willow, Bride of Reanimator, Robot Jocks, Doctor Mordred. Yes, Freak. Just, if it was effects and it was like B level, he probably worked on it. He's a real like I don't know, fucking cool dude. Yeah, he he Big is time I, in the fucking full moon. Yeah, I was going to say, if you talk to Puppet Master fans, since this man died, um, and they were still making Puppet Master movies, it is very obvious where he was not around to do the puppets any longer. Oh, like, shit, he did die. I didn't know that. It, it, it was obvious in the later Puppet Master films where he wasn't around to do the effects. Because up until that point, I think he worked on it until like curse of puppet master. I'd like to throw out there. I'm not totally sure. Not looking at it right now. Um, I will look it up real quick. I the think puppets. Right. Yeah. The people were huge fans of the puppets. Like that was what, and Charles band knew that he knew what he had. Yeah. And, I think whether you like it or not, they have their place in horror movies. Yes. Whether and, you like it or not. I think they're, they're just as well recognized as, a Jason or a Freddy. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You might oh, say, yeah. "Oh, I know those from those shitty movies," but and now is the other reason. Like we, you know, we always like to say about how bad the '90s were, and now we're going back and rewatching these, and we're thinking, "Ah, eh, the '90s weren't so bad." Well, when everybody was saying these movies were bad in the I'm '90s, a lot of people were renting the yeah. Full Moon movies too I would, because I was just talking to Josh about this last night. It's like it's not the fact that the '90s sucked. The '90s were great for horror. It's the fact that people say. I think the 90s sucked because it wasn't the 80s. Yes. Yeah, and I think in uh, – I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, there is some cool movies in the 90s, but the 80s, my God, I'm still finding gems that I never had a chance and knew even existed. And a lot of it is shit, too. Yes. Yes. But the 80s, yeah, that's, it's just a whole genre in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about a decade of slashers when oh, yeah. they're – wasn't a decade before that had slashers. We need to do, I don't know who we could get on. I just got this idea. We need to do a complete slasher history retrospective <laughs> where we talk about five minutes about every slasher movie we can, we know of. Oh, Jesus, that could be forever. I don't know who would be good at that. Who would, I don't know. I'll yeah. Put that on the, on the back burner. But anyhow, uh, we'll do again, that right when we do Janitor Armageddon. Yes, <laughs> and the demons uh, retrospective. Yeah, I was gonna say all the demons retrospective. Yep, the demon retrospective. Um, but yeah, again, like Charles Band's the executive producer of the second one, and pretty much is the executive producer, I think, of all of them, um, up until the recent ones where he started directing again. But this is directed by David Allen. Uh, stars George Buckflower makes an appearance as a farmer in there, and Charlie Spaulding, uh who is the dark-haired girl who became basically the Full Moon girl in the first few years of Full Moon and was Charlie Band's girlfriend. <laughs> uh, she was in Meridian. She was in this. She's in a couple other things, too. Wild uh, at Heart, The Doors. Yeah, a lot of shit. She's dreamless. Yeah, she, she, she was making a career out of movies for a couple years there. But anyhow... We go back, uh, the movie begins at Shady Oak Cemetery, uh, apparently, which is right next to Bodega Bay Inn, mm-hmm. and you just see a Doug, a grave being dug up, and uh, it happens, they show the tombstone, it's Toulon's grave, which says Toulon 1941, which, by the way, I just want to point out, um, for anybody <laughs> that pays attention to this, uh, remember what the date is in Toulon's Revenge in the third one, and understand this is where the timeline goes completely screwy throughout <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, which is more screwed up, this or the fucking Terminator timeline? Oh, there, oh, when you were explaining the tem- Terminator timeline, that's what I'm saying. I was like, Puppet got one up on you guys. Man, I just gotta wonder if Charles Band had a hand in that Terminator Genesis. I uh, think they were just throwing darts at a wall. <laughs> Oh yeah, it sounds like it. But anyhow, Toulon's grave gets dug up and we notice that these, uh, the puppets are back and they're pouring a green liquid into Toulon, which of course brings them back to life. Uh, and then the next scene is the big wide shot of Bodega Bay Inn and we see, uh, some people that just happen to be, uh, they're a paranormal investigation group that are going into the hotel because they've learned the the events from the first film and they want to find out what happens because uh, the dude, uh, I believe his name is Alex Whitaker, 
that was the only survivor from the first film is in an asylum now and they happen to interview him before they came here and that's the reason the point to their investigation is to come here and learn what actually happened is this place actually haunted uh did the events of the puppets actually happen they go through all this explain what's going on meanwhile we get to see one of your favorite puppets torch uh being built by uh Toulon who sends him out on it sends him out with blade and that and basically these investigators realize they're not the only ones there. They're starting to prove a lot of theories, and they eventually catch Tunneler on on camera, but don't realize Tunneler busts in the room, drills some dude's head. They decide, okay, they kill Tunneler, and they start doing a little autopsy on Tunneler and realize this green liquid is kind of their life force. And right there, and this is the other thing which helps the first movie. This movie explains a lot. Basically, even has flashbacks just trying to explain, like, this fluid, they claim in this one, which I think they, again, the timeline thing, they screw up in later sequels. Uh, basically, this fluid gives life to the puppets. Um, I think later on, they try to say it's magic. <laughs> Different things of that nature. I just like to think they got it from Jeffrey Combs. Yes, and I wondered that, too. When I first seen this movie, because you got to remember, yeah, Charles Band. Charles Band was one of the investors in Reanimator. He's an executive producer. Empire Films had a big hand in getting that released back in 1985. So, but anyhow, we get to see Torch and Leech Woman go kill George Buck Flower and his big old lady. And basically the reason why they're trying to kill people is get this little brain matter that supposedly makes this green fluid. And Toulon, meanwhile, is having flashbacks and just flirting with the woman that's basically running the paranormal investigation. While that's all going on, this is where we learn. Oh, hold on. I got an ad going on. God damn it. Fuck off. Okay, go. This is where we learned that Toulon doesn't have it, uh, doesn't have the puppet's best interest in this. This is the turning point in the series that literally sets up part three, uh, it, it, how the puppets, instead of just being bad things, movie in, movie out, this sets up the turn of where and I think this is why a lot of horror fans like Part Three, where the puppets become good, like they help Toulon. And this is why, because Toulon becomes infatuated with the girl that's running the investigation, believes it's his Elsa, and he wants to immortalize both of them by pouring the fluid into these dummies that he made or puppets, and basically that's how he's going to be immortal. And the puppets would die, basically not getting the green fluid, and they realize. They've been double-crossed, and they just start fucking up everybody, start fucking up Toulon shit, fuck up Toulon in general, and we get the ending that we get, where they have Camille, who happens to be the one dude's mom, that's been missing the whole movie, they turn her into a puppet, and they show Camille taking them on a ride, where they're going to go find disturbed youths, so they can live on and start killing people. And that is the one of the 
big things that's always pissed me off about the Puppet Master series. Love 3, but this ending to Part 2, 1, sends a timeline ripple throughout the entire series that makes absolutely no sense. But also, why would you not make a direct sequel to this? I think it's just way early still. It is, but the problem is... They made a direct sequel to the first one, like they go investigate the events of the first, the first movie basically. Mm-hmm. But with this Camille character carrying around the puppets, one, it doesn't explain because the later sequels, the puppets show back up at the, at the hotel again. Mm-hmm. And they never explain the Camille character. But two, it just sounds like it would be such a cool movie. These puppets going to kill little kids in these homes and no one would believe them because it's puppets coming to life. It would be dolls, but much harder, like crazy. I was just going to say, isn't that dolls pretty much? Yes, that is. And I think that is the, uh, that's the only reason I always keep calm and not get totally, totally pissed off by it. That I think Charles Band realized, hey, Stuart Gordon already made this movie. I'm <laughs> not going to go and do that. We do we have. We could just stuff. have a divergent timeline movie called The Puppet Master Doll's Totally Awesome Vacation. Yes, because it just it just always sounds like a great thing. But right there, when the movie ends, uh, I just you all of a sudden you become like if you're a horror fan you start to like the puppets all of a sudden and that was charles banton that's his jumping off point and that's how he got like really big in the 90s was because he was able to figure out something that horror fans would like seeing but also enjoy owning and seeing in more movies and that was puppet master 2 i love puppet master 2 always have what do you think about it sir well i think charles band is like the good, like a mini George Lucas. Okay. Like he makes movies kind of to make toys, but the movies are also important. Well, I was going to say, I think the toys were secondary until he realized people will give him money for them. Yeah. Like how big that actually got. Yeah. He, that's probably like the one thing he missed the train on. Yeah, because I think it was one of those things. He did not realize how big that industry was and how unique that actually was, too, at that time. Because you got to think, when those Puppet Master, like, when he started getting those figures out, and there's a lot of, I don't know how to say it, varying stories on why that was never, A, bigger, but B, also took so long to even get stuff like that out there. Like, he, he owned... The rights enough to get them out there, but a lot of times it was just took forever to get that stuff out there, and I think he just... It sounds like money. Yes, I was going to say, I don't think he had the faith to put the money into it. I don't it's, think he had... I mean, Charles Band's I, not the I think most he got a, dude, maybe? Yeah, I think he would have got a huge return on it and just doesn't give it enough credit. Maybe. But we're talking about two at a time where... Hey, we don't know what's still stockpiled in his magic world. Oh, yeah, but I, I'm saying, though... I don't think people realize there wasn't any horror-related action figures out at that time. Mm-mm. They were very scarce, and if there was, you would have to go to conventions and all kinds of things like that just to find different stuff. I think the first ones I can remember were those McFarlane movie maniacs that I have. Yeah. That's, that's the that. first ones. 
Yeah, I have those too. That was the first time like people finally got into uh, getting around, yeah, putting those out there. Well, I like this. I like it better than two. I love Tunnelers. Pretty badass. Um, or not Tunneler, but Torch. Tunneler, I Tunneler's okay. I really like the one. The one I don't like is Pinhead. He's just a big goof. And I don't know. It's just I, I'm not down with him. But yeah, I do remember this. I liked it better than the first one. And it's just a pretty cool like. This series, probably, what is it, 11, 10? I believe, officially, we're up to 10. Okay, I believe it's just a series that people kind of shit on and never watch. Before they shit on it, they're like, oh, Puppet Master, that's like... And they're probably right, it's probably C-list stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't make it bad. No, I like it does series. I, I don't know it in and out like you. I'm, I've probably missed... I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure I've seen five. I know I've not seen six. Yeah. But I know I've seen one, two, three, and four. But hell, man, five bucks got me, or no, you gave it to me. The fucking, you probably get for ten bucks, you could get all these movies and yep. one, one DVD, or two DVDs. Yep. And they're just, they're, they're fun. If you like shit like this, they're great. I mean, they're not tremors. They're not shit like that, but it's good B movie shit. I think the series kind of got watered down maybe a little bit, but this is the flagship series of fucking Full Moon, and I like I, I like this better than Sub... I like the Puppet Masters. I like them better than Subspecies. I do, too. I like the Subspecies series, but I just en- enjoyed the Puppet Master series. That's the only... That's like the second big one. I can't think of anything else. Like, Robot Jocks was Trancers. a big one. Yeah, I forgot about fucking Trancers. Trancers is a big one. That's that's probably the second one, man. I need to go back and watch those movies because I've never been past part one. Oh, in part one, that's the and thing, And I want to do it in order, yeah. Yeah, part one was made in 1985, where part two and part three were shot back-to-back in 1990 and 91, and then part four... And part five were shot back to back, and those came out in I believe ninety three, ninety four. Mm-hmm. Something. And Dano just... was talking about Jack of Swords. Yeah. And sudden death. <laughs> What's the City of Angels or something like that? Was one of them. That's actually of... yeah. Transfers or some. Shit. That is Transfers one point five. That was the thing. The pulse... City of Squids. Yeah, that was Pulse Pounders, uh, what Full Moon was going to do years ago and just never did. Yeah, I like these Puppet Master movies. Um, I'm looking forward to watching a couple more. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to give this one a full hundred stars. I love it. I, I, I've I always said I've liked the second one just as much as the first one. I think it, 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 it was on par with it, totally. It changes up a little bit. And, but it also doesn't like change it up so much to where you're just like, this is fucking stupid. It takes an interesting turn with the puppets trying to be good. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that Charles Band, my thought just fucking evaporated from my head. Shit. Oh, I like the fact that Charles Band, uh, is always ahead of the game. Um, this is the first movie I could think of with a paranormal investigative team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That are not called the Ghostbusters. Yes. 
Yeah, and they're they're investigating because they think it's kind of ghosts. Uh, they think it's a rantings of an investigator before them, and it wasn't. And always ahead of the game. It's a decent movie. This, like I said, it is the springboard for Charles Band yep. and Full Moon. I loved it. I have the poster. I even have the smaller posters of this. Also, the eleven by fourteens that were out there. Nice. It just always enjoyed Puppet Master Two. Cool movie. I give it four out of four. Perfect. Yep. We, we're in agreement. It's pretty damn good. But okay. Whew. I don't know how I'm going to fucking go about this because <laughs> my pick today was Killer Dead. Uh, out of print, Dan found this, right? Yes. He's the one that made me aware of it because he texted me and he was just as surprised. I can't believe he found a fucking copy. Yeah, he was just as surprised to find one as to know that it exists. He thought, you know, there should be a sequel to Spookies. He thought we were nuts to begin with. And then he found this, and he watched it, and we have had a couple of conversations about it. And just, he's like, yeah, it's, it's, he's like, I don't think many people even know it exists. I sure didn't, and I'm a huge Spookies fan. But this is Killer Dead. From 1992, but... That's what they claim. That Maybe that's the release date, but this screams 1986, dude. Well, that's why I said. I th- like, it, if you pay attention to the end credits, it says 1989. Yeah. Either way, I just say this screams, hey, everybody just got done doing spookies. I'm going to make another movie. See, I think this is... This screams... This is what... All these people got together, and then they went. This is like a pre-spookies to me. It feels like. And then they got the money to do spookies. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And it because it because what is it? Tortured souls. Yeah, is the other one is other yeah one. is what smashed in with it. Yeah, but anyway, this is uh hey, the best way I could describe this. I'm sitting there watching it and I'm thinking about it because the 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 uh. The copy we have is terrible. And this is one of the most obscure movies I think we've ever covered. Yeah, the and most. it's obscure for good reason. It, it, I even talked about it in my review. I went looking. I actually did research for the show. I sat here for about 15 minutes and couldn't find anything. I found I, I, and I think I posted on your page the. Other name for this is called, uh, what is non-vegetarian it? Non-vegetarian zom- Astro Zombies or some shit? Yeah, Non-Vegetarian Zombies from Outer Space. There was an actual, I don't believe a U.S., but a overseas, uh, U.K. VHS release of this. I was gonna say, I couldn't even Google image search like a yeah. box cover. And it, there's, there was only one image I could find, and it was that, and I believe I posted on it on your page last week. Yeah. But there was another image that I tracked down that happened to be a laser disc called Killer Dead, but I couldn't find any other information. It claimed it was an image of the movie, but I couldn't find anything proving that it was. You know, I couldn't, f- literally, it was just an image. Yeah. The information on this is scarce at best. Oh yeah, it's very scarce, very sketchy. Yeah. And. But it does, it screams, this is what happened, and then we went and made spookies. <laughs> well, I could see what you're saying there. But well, I that just... actually did, thinking about, 
thinking back with the Anthony interview, that doesn't really jive now. This probably is post spookies. Hey, well, the mean he was talking about because I asked him, remember uh, how he got the role, and he said that it was, you know, uh, the guy who played Rich hipped him up to they were casting. Mm-hmm. So they seem like they know each other in this one. Maybe it is a post spookies. Yeah, because I mean, it literally is all of them together. It's the yeah, everyone. Group. Yeah. Everyone from Spookies that is not including Gabe Bartolis. Gabe's in this? Is he, he was does, he uh he does the special effects. Uh-huh. Oh no, I got was Al in this? Al was not in this. I don't believe, but I mean you can pull up the list. They look like just about everybody from Spookies. Every everyone from Yeah, I think Al Machetti wasn't a part of this. I don't think so, because it's literally got four five people. Yeah, I think, uh, Peter Asilo's Dennis yeah. and everybody yeah. else that you recognize from Spookies yeah. is it. You got, you got Rich from Spookies. You got Duke from Spookies. You got, uh, I don't remember his name, but the older guy from Spookies. Oh, yeah. And you got the chick with the boobs from Spookies. Yes, cause I, cause the older guy is the generic Indiana Jones. Yes. And Anthony is in this too, Valbiro, who was, I can't remember his name in Spookies now. Fuck, I don't remember. Shit, why am I not remembering? I'm the biggest fan of that fucking movie. But <laughs> I, I could boil this all down. It's like, hey, uh, want to see the cast of Spookies remake Demon Wind? Yes. Demon Warp? <laughs> Demon Warp. Well, maybe we don't have uh, fucking George Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, Demon Warp is more like it because Demon Wind yeah. is more of Evil Dead. Demon, yeah, that's different. But it's directed by Brendan Faulkner, who was one of the three directors of Spookies. And this is... Really, and I don't mean this in a bad way. It's really amateur. It's a mess. <laughs> oh, it's a. It's not as a glorious mess as Spookies. This is not. Not as good as Spookies, but you know, hey, what it's is? probably nineteen eighty something. Yeah, I, I put Spookies over a lot of Francis Ford Coppola movies now. So, you know, what's that tell you? But it's the story of uh, Rich from Spookies. Peter Iacello is uh, connected with the... Actually, let's back up here. Hold on. Because this is a mess of a fucking movie. It is. Uh, the movie opens. There are aliens. And they land in a spaceship that looks like a model of the Batmobile with <laughs> extra parts glued on it. So it, it crash lands. Uh, flash cut to P- Peter Iacello who played Rich and Spookies, is a mob guy who hires this other guy to take him out in the woods for a vacation mm-hmm. in which he's going to knock his wife off. Yes. Because he's sick of her shit. So they hire... I don't remember... I'm about to look up his name in Spookies. God damn it. What was his name? I have to match the I just call him generic Indiana Jones. Peter. Peter was the fucking old guy in Spookies. The guy that didn't seem like he'd be hanging around with the other dudes. Yes, he seemed, yeah. Lawyer guy. (laughs) He hires him, who is nothing more than a bootleg Indiana Jones. I'm going to call him fucking Tennessee Jones. (laughs) So Tennessee Jones is hanging out at a VFW or an American Legion? Yeah, it's very. Well, they have the fucking, 
one of those flags up. Yeah, yeah. He's hanging out at a bar that is obviously someone's basement. <laughs> um, drinking. He's a drunk, listening to the rantings of the bartender who looks suspiciously like groundskeeper Willie <laughs> with the fucking uh, VFW hat on. He's ranting about America and some Teamsters. It looks like these local Teamsters have a problem with what he's saying. They get in a fight with uh, Tennessee Jones. And Tennessee Jones beats the shit out of everybody in the bar. Yep. Flash forward to the, there's a weird scene about another mobster is going to hire a goon to kill one of the people going into the woods, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but there's hot chicks in that scene with some super mid-80s fucking bathing suits. (laughs) Okay, flash forward to Peter Isello and the group consisting of uh, his henchman, who was Anthony Balbero from Spookies, uh, dressed all in leather, uh, has a gun, has the dark aviator shades. He's like the hitman type character. He's the muscle. Uh, the chick with the boobs from Spookies. God damn it, I can't remember her name. She's going to get knocked off by Pete and Duke. My man Duke. With his, you didn't get to see his ass mustache prominently showed in this movie. That bummed me the fuck out. I was like, I don't see the man's ass mustache. but uh, And he's got a wife, too, who I don't remember her name. But I, I feel this Duke dude probably, like, could have been second. No, nah, he probably could have been, like, third or fourth T-Bird in Greece, too. <laughs> like, he's not out of place there. Like, he fits in with those dudes. But, um... Some shit happens. They're in the woods. Uh, Tennessee Jones is a drunk and he's being all drunkenly and they come upon the UFO crash and Peter Isel is like, Oh, let's make some money off of this. And they're like, you can't. This is government or state property. You can't do that. It's like, his lines in this are great because he's playing like the sleazeball business mob guy. Mm-hmm. As smoking the biggest cigars in movie history. <laughs> he's smoking tree branches is what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. So, aliens happen. Anthony Valbiro's character gets killed. Um, they take off. Uh, they shoot at one of the aliens. I'm trying to remember because I just watched this like two hours ago. One of the aliens dies in a gunfight. Yep. So the other alien, I, and I'm wondering if this was pre or post predator, because those aliens look like they got the little predator boop, 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 things on their wrists, their forearms. The only difference is they can bring back zombies. Yeah. Well, no, they don't. <laughs> he goes, the, the alien sees his other brother alien got killed and he gets on his little wrist thing goes, boop, 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 and, and out of the spaceship comes swarms of alien insects. Yes. That stick on the back of the dude's heads and stab him in the brain and make him into zombies. Now this is where it gets, I thought it was really cool. They fly into the graves, which have to be the graves for left over from spookies. <laughs> they sure look like them. They were cool. Uh, infect the dead and the dead rise in a really fucking cool, like, not much money makeup is awesome. Uh, zombies rising, rising from the grave, like 10 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it. And the makeup looks really fucking cool. There's all different kind of zombies. 
And from that point on, it's uh, a zombie attack. They look like they're running around a state campground at one point. Uh, they're greaser zombies who are going to fight each other until they hear 70s music, and then the greaser zombie grabs another chick zombie and starts dancing. Uh, a lot of goofy shit. Not as good as Spookies, but the spirit was there. I liked it. Um, I'm going to give it 37 and a half stars. I mean, it's... They didn't have the budget, but no. god damn it. You know, what am I supposed to say? This movie sucks? No, I gave it three out of four stars because it's because, just a big look, mess. Yeah, it's a giant spookies like mess. I mean, that movie was messed up for a different reason, but I'm not going to criticize these guys. They look like they're having fucking fun, and they probably were, and the makeup was pretty cool. Those aliens look like they could have been, like, third alien at the bar in the cantina scene in Star Wars. Yeah. I liked it. It's pretty good. I like I like the characters of the pissed off uh union dudes. <laughs> I look like the union guys. And I also like the one guy who couldn't talk because he got hung. Yes. And what'd you think about this? This is I, definitely I just, like a I'm glad I've seen it. Yeah, if you're a fan of spookies, you need to see it. Because it's mm-hmm. just a mess. I just like this movie appeared out of thin air. Mm-hmm. It just literally because I I like I said, I spent some time on the computer trying to track down like just even who distributed this, and you're not finding anything on it. You are not, no. And it just cracks me up because there's this random one article, and Dan pointed me to it, about somebody saying this getting a Blu-ray release. This is not getting a Blu-ray release. This isn't even getting a DVD release. <laughs> this probably didn't get VHS release. Let I look. just want to know. Who the fuck said this is getting a Blu-ray release? It just is, there's this one random article. There is no other article, and basically he said in 2014 it was getting released. Well, apparently it's 2015. It ain't released. No, that's not. I've never even gonna... seen this on anybody's list of movies. I've never, I've never heard anyone mention this movie. Yes, exactly. This, like I said, this has to be the most obscure movie we've ever fucking covered. Yeah. And leave it to us to uncover what is. You know what this is? The at best. If Spooky's ever got a Blu-ray treatment, this would be or DVD treatment. This would be a really cool special feature. Yes, it would exactly. Which, by the way, you do have to find that VHS cover so you could put it up for uh, the picture when we, when you yeah. post this episode. You're gonna have to send it to me because I couldn't find a fucking image of this. Oh, uh, dude, like I said, I found one. <laughs> You're gonna have to send me that, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see if it comes up again now. Could not find shit. But, you know, if you like Spookies and you like our podcast and you want to see all these dudes together again or for the first time, maybe. Yeah. I guess you're going to have to talk to us. I don't know whether to point you. <laughs> Go speak to out of print Dan. He could probably hook you up. But that's all I got to say about it. It's pretty fun. I liked it just because I'm a big fan of Spookies. I know you liked it because it's a mess. It is a mess, but it is. But the, you know what? These dudes were out there having fun, and I appreciate it. It was pretty cool to watch. But anyway, that's all I got to say about the Killer Dead. You got anything else? Uh no, I don't. But I did find the picture. Now I'm gonna send it to you in a minute here. See, that's why I don't know if this would be like a pre. If I should, you know, call this 
pre-spookies, spookies two, proto spookies, proto spookies. Yes, there That's you go. Good. What the heck? Anyway, let's get on with it. What are you doing for next week? I'm doing uh, Puppet Master four and five. Now you got to tell me again why you're skipping three. Just because everybody always likes three, and I just want to do the ones that are back to back that no one really likes, and want to go fur joints, man. Yeah, that's the other reason I want to go to it. Um, I always wanted to for quite a while to do these because of Jeff Burr. So I just and we never got around to it. So hey, we gotta talk to Jeff Burr again. He's yeah. coming to Wasteland, right? Why not? Uh, yes, I, yeah, 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 yeah. He there. is. Yeah. Because it's all Chainsaw 3? Yeah, it's Chainsaw 3, dude. Woo, here, the best one. Here, you should have the picture in... Okay, where did you go now? <laughs> oh, there it's we so go. elusive you've lost it already. Yeah, uh, you should have it in now. Okay. It's in your email on Facebook. Okay, but anyway, uh, next week I'm going to do two movies. I want to talk about Demons and Demons 2. Because I need to crack that DVD open you gave me. When you got your Blu-rays with the oh yeah 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 shit, and I I love those movies. They're fucking mean and great. But anyway, what do you got to pimp, sir? Uh, of course, you can always find me here at Bloodbath and Boomsticks, or I'll go to Ed Quinlan's page and see me on his refrigerator. You know what you should do? When Tim Gross dies, he should be buried in that fridge instead of a coffin <laughs> with a copy of all the Puppet Masters. Yeah, copy yeah. Oh man, but yes, you can always find me here at Bloodbath and Boomsticks. Uh, you can always find me at GrossMovieReviews.com. Check out latest reviews, and you know when we find movies like Killer Dead. Also, uh, if you want to pick up a copy, if you're not going to be at Horror Realm in a couple of weeks, you can always pick up my copy, The Wrath of Gross. Uh, it's at Lulu.com. Just search it in their bookstore, and you'll find it. As uh, for me, you can. Uh, like our Facebook page on the Facebooks. You can follow me at Twitter at JSB underscore Boomsticks. And write in, leave us comments. We always like to hear that shit. Even though I, I, I just, it pisses me off that we have like 600 likes and mm-hmm. nobody sees what we post. That Facebook has completely fucked that up. They, well, they haven't fucked it up. They've monetized it, and fuck you for doing that. But anyway, we're out of here. We'll be back next week with sequel-o-rama, I guess. Yes, doing back-to-back yes. movies. Yep. Uh, we're out of here. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The part is over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again All right, first of all, we'll start the day off by telling you whew, It is Rolex time Why do you eat people? Not people, brains Brains only Yes Why? I'm going to punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm going to do. Straight shot. Oh, ow. Right to the baby maker. That's why you can't, monkey boy. No matter where you go, there you go. Go fucking iceberg. 
Obviously, you're not a golfer. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen, then the hell with you. If you go, then it turn out bad. Bitches leave. Mecca, mecca, high, mecca, hidey ho. Each day's a gap. Did you see? Did you see? The doctor and me, did you see? You need one more drug deal for that idiot fucking cop magnet of a cousin of yours. And I'll forget your grandmother was so nice to me. I'll cut your fucking nuts off. You understand that? Uh, uh, I swear my fucking mother, if you touch her again, you're dead! Uh. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.